3: Today's show is pre recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it y'all is. Y'all don't know y'all better ask somebody. somebody. Hat <laughs> on, hat on, suit on, suit on, looking like the
4: black dog, giving a mug on, dress like the million <laughs> bucks, bust yeah. things in its cuffs. Y'all mm-hmm. tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. 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 listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Oh, mommy,
5: oh, the oh, you? listen to when? When oh. on, back, don't oh, listen. why
6: don't you join oh, yeah, in? Me? Yeah,
5: yeah.
7: Sure, will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Just trying to give God some back. Just some back of what He did gave me. Just a portion. You know, just I'm just trying, man, to, to, to show some type of gratitude for all his blessings. I'm just trying to. Man, just just get it right sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, man, you just can't do what you want to do and just live wrong all the time, man. You got to, at one point in time, Steve, come on, man. Come on, man, you could do better. I know you can. You know, and and you know what I had to do? I had to stop saying, I'm going to try to do better. And I just had to say, hey, man, I'm going to do better. You know, uh, trying is just to put forth an effort, and then if it don't work, well, okay. But if you make up in your mind that I'm going to do something, then trying isn't enough. It's getting it done is the only thing that matters. See, it's the difference between doing and trying. We're going to try to win the game, or we're going to go out here to win the game. Now, trying to win the game means that you could lose. But when you got in your mind made up, most athletes will tell you that they go out there with the full intent and purpose of winning and winning only. See, they don't put the second place finisher on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Second place don't get you there. You you got to win. And now take it out of the scope of athletics, but keep it in that type of type of analogy. In life, man, you just want to you want to win in life, don't you? I mean, at the end of the day, don't you want to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated? In life, don't you want to be recognized for your hard work? Don't you want? You know, to be recognized within the bonus structure down at your job. Don't you want to have your plaque up on the wall down at your job? I mean, most people do. Some people could care less. Some people don't care about looking good or being their best. And that's cool, but I ain't talking to them, though. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who, who, who want to be the best you can be. You know, people, people kill me when they get mad at, at, at people. And he brown-nosed and he all up on the employee of the month. Man, the dude doing his job to the best of his ability and he getting recognized for it. What that got to do with all that you talking about because you ain't up there. It's amazing, man, how people describe other people's success. He's so lucky. Lucky? Hey, man, don't, don't they kind of get you a little bit when people call you lucky? When Let me tell you what luck really is, y'all. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. Some people call that luck. But hold on. Let's, let's think about this. If you wasn't working hard, an opportunity presented itself, what would you call that? But see, when you've been working hard, an opportunity presents itself and it bumps up into each other. Now people want to call that luck. But hold up, here go a part, though, that they ain't paying no attention to. Yeah, that opportunity came by, but if you had not been working hard and the hard work had not ran up into opportunity, what would you have? No, sir, it's not luck, it's work. It is work. Because there's a scripture that says, faith without works is dead. But my mama was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me enough, though. Now, I know the difference between right and wrong, just like you do. You ain't got to, you know, it, it kills me when people write a strawberry letter. Am I wrong for this? You know, good and well, look at, listen, read your letter. Are you wrong for this? You know, you wrong, but you don't need us to be telling, you know, but I'm going to do this anyway. Well, see, go ahead, though. Do what you want to do. But you know what, y'all? Here's the best advice I can give you, and this is what I really uh, came to talk about this morning, but I got sidetracked because I listened. Get out of your own way. So many of us are blocking our own blessings. We're just in our own way. We are in our own way. And one of the most dangerous ways you can get in your way is to do it your way. To get it figured your way and to lock in on your way and this the way it's got to go. Do you know how many people are blocking a blessing? Do you know how long I blocked mine with that mindset right there? Look, cause it's the way you do it. Do you think that make it the right way? You think jazz cause you done thought on it long and hard and that's what you really want. Do you really think that your way is the right way or could there be a better way? See, until I started listening to God and started paying attention to his way, man, I was spinning my wheels, man. I was out here so determined this is how I was going to do it. But, you know, I had to learn how to get out of my own way. Because just because I could do it my way didn't mean it was the right way. I had to get out of my own way. Just get out your way, man. Now, wh- wh- what, what does that mean? That means, see, set your goals. That means have your dreams. I'm, I'm saying set your goals, man. I ain't saying don't set goals. Listen to me. Set your goals. What is it you want to happen? What is it you'd like to have? What is it you'd like to be? What do you aspire to? Set your goals and set your dreams. Now, take your goals and your dreams to God and ask God to show you how. Man, you can save yourself a lot of pain. Listen to somebody who did it his way for so long. And when I finally got out of my way, out of my own way, when you've heard old people say, let go and let God, you've heard them say that. I didn't I didn't get it, but I got it now. Let go and let God. And it's amazing little saying though. Now, you know, you may not get it now. It t- took me a bunch of years to get it too. But when I took my goals and my dreams and my vision to God, And I said, God, this is what I hope for. This is what I aspire to. This is what I want to be. This is where I would love to get to. Then I said, help me. Show me how. Point me in the right direction. Let me follow your footsteps. Guide me. Give me a a spirit of discernment. Show me who's wrong. Because I meet people every day. Ain't up to no good with me. Every single day. Oh, man. Man, I can't believe I run up into you, man. The Lord told me something was gonna to happen to me today. Well, see, I talk to Him every day. He did not mention you to me. He he ain't said nothing to me. He didn't tell me what was gonna to happen in to my. Now, that don't mean it can't happen, cause I'm open to it. So, really, man, I'm I'm pr- and I, and, I, and and please know I'm listening as well as I've ever listened before. But but get yourself together though. See, know your goals and your dreams, and then let God show you how to do it. He'll do it. You know, it's so important, everybody, that you get focused, that you aim for something, that you dream of something, that you aspire to something. But it's the most, the best thing you can do after you do all that. Man, get God involved in it, man. Talk to him. I mean, why would you not? What you got to lose? You ain't got to go down there and make no big scene and, and run laps around the church and run up there and throw yourself on the altar and scream and flip over and throw money in the air. You ain't got to do that. This you and God, man. This you and God, you know, you got to serve and praise him the way you do it. You got to let nobody else tell you how it's done. It's a personal relationship. People kill me. If you don't do it this way, if you don't come here to this church and you don't run around in this circle and you don't get flipped in the hand, you don't. Amen. Hey man, you better go have a relationship with God. See what that's about. You understand? Don't nobody throw you off with all that. All right. All right, y'all, talk to him. He'd love to hear from you today.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know,
6: it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24 7. and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org to make an appointment now.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. Now, I don't know if you but that's an amazing gift that we've all been given. And I know you've been given it because you're listening to my voice. So congratulations on receiving this unmerited, undeserved, and some, just something you purely don't have the ability to give yourself. God has given us a new day. Man, let's do something with it. How about that, y'all? I plan like on it. it.
8: Love it. I like it like that. Come on. What's up? We didn't ask for it, he gave it to us. We didn't even ask for it. He gave (laughs) us a good day. Come on. (laughs)
6: Good morning, Steve. Happy Friday. Happy
3: Friday. Spates slash Junior.
1: Unc, I'm in the building. Another day.
3: Jay the Brown.
8: You know when I got another day, it's a blessing. Thank you, man (laughs)
4: upstairs. Come on. (laughs) Nephew Tommy. Today's a new day. <laughs> there is no sign, you guys. <laughs>
6: It's a
1: new day, baby. Yeah, yep.
7: It's, it's Friday, all good, man. man. It is. Look what
8: I
6: have here
7: mm-hmm.
6: Steve Harvey is entering his zaddy era. Uh oh. Oh. Smooth exactly. Harvey inside Steve Harvey's fashion glow up as he transformed from draft TV dad. What? In oversized suits to style icon. Yeah, man. Steve, people are loving your posts. Man, you doing it, man. Posts. They no. really are.
7: <laughs> the oversized suits was the deal.
8: <laughs> well, you from that to this to this. So that's how that. I mean, that's, yeah, that's they're, growth. They're that's it. what that is. That's growth. Mm.
7: Right. Yeah, it's, 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 you know. I don't, you know, but I, can I be honest with you? It's mm-hmm. nothing I set out to do. I, I really have to give credit to two mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Marjorie and Facebook Watch. Right. Because Marjorie said, Steve, you don't do your daytime talk show anymore. You should go on and dress how you dress when we go out. All right. And then I got this stylist. His name is Ellie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's absolutely smart. He's actually shows me a lot of things because, first of all, I I don't go to many stores. Now. Mm-hmm. In Paris, I was going to stores, for right. real. Because you can you, know, you can walk around and all like that. But then, but then Facebook Watch said we don't care if you dress like we don't care that you dress like you dressed on your. Syndicated talk show, Mm -hmm. we would prefer you do your own thing. And then what happened was when uh, Ellie uh, helped me uh, get dressed for NFL honors, Mm -hmm. Celebrity Family Feud saw that and said, man, we should let him dress like that because I had to wear the same suit on Mm -hmm. Celebrity Family Feud. Right. Because of the way they cut it, you never know what the celebrity you're oh, going to see yeah. next. Uh-huh. So I wore the same suit, and then they came to me and said, Could you do something different? I said, Can I do something
8: different? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Watch You this. did it. You stepped it up.
7: Because
8: you, you know- cannot, cannot go back to the 45 buttons, long jackets, wide pants. You cannot <laughs> nope. go back to <laughs> No, that. you
7: can't. That no hurt way. me, Jay.
8: <laughs> Jay, that hurt me. That, that Jay was me right, in it too, huh? Yeah, we got to make a transition. Jay was coming in the up. made him. Like
6: coming up at 32 minutes after the hour. Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve
5: Harvey Morning Show.
6: Steve, it is time now for Ask the CLO. Oh,
7: excuse me. It's for it's Ask Zaddy. <laughs> oh, we oh, changed. Changed. oh, We didn't change.
4: We
6: didn't change. That ain't oh, changed. It don't oh, none. you like that? What?
4: <laughs> I don't. even know I'm not calling is, him Zaddy. Zaddy. <laughs> Zaddy.
7: Yeah. I, mean, I don't, I I don't know, suggest I, you do. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to Shirley.
6: Okay.
7: <laughs> okay. Junior, Tommy, Jay. Anybody no. asked y'all, call me. Okay. Okay. Hey, we'll I change. said Shirley.
6: You know, that's what they were calling Ron Isley after the, the versus battle. You know. That's why I feel good about. So it He's So fly. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. All right, so uh, it is time now for Ask Zaddy, Zaddy. the (laughs) CLO, Chief Love Officer. Zaddy Harvey in the building. All right, Zaddy, (laughs) here we go. Even Canada says, two months ago, I met the most handsome man on a blind date. We connected on so many levels, and we've been seeing each other for two weeks. The only problem I have is that he has hairy arms and a hairy chest. He's got thick sideburns, but no beard, so he looks older. The hair creeps me out, so I want to ask him if he has a regular grooming regimen. Is that appropriate?
7: Well, yeah, he has a regular grooming regimen. It just don't include cutting his sideburns, and most men don't cut their arms. Sorry. Most men don't. The only men I know that shave their arms are bodybuilders. I don't know men who shave their arms. And so, hmm. you know, if that's grossing you out, you know, it was the best-looking man you ever saw two weeks ago. Now you want something <laughs> wrong with it. So you ain't got to ask him, does he have a regular grooming regimen? Because he does. It just don't include cutting his sideburns and his
3: damn arms. Strange, Are sideburns
6: man. in? I don't know.
7: Depending on who
3: got <laughs> them on, I don't uh, Just no
7: sideburn, don't no beard. beard. And on no my
6: feet. auntie
8: they're in, but that's a whole different story. So <laughs> what, like that you What?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so it's not
4: appropriate to bring it up. That. We talk about it. I mean, me I me don't
7: it's him. not that's a wrong question to ask the man. Does yeah. he have a regular grooming routine? Because 'Cause you're sitting there looking at him like something wrong with him. Yeah. It's not it's that insulting. he don't have one. He's probably very clean. You don't mm-hmm. like sideburns and hairy arms That's the man with you chest. thought was the most wonderful man to go. And he got hair on his chest.
6: Yeah. So, he doesn't like know. all of that. Hair creeps are out.
7: Okay, well, you know, get you somebody else.
6: Who waxes? Get you a man that <laughs> waxes wax. everything
4: gone. Take it all. All
6: right, moving on. Jory in Michigan says, I've been celibate for six years, and I have a new man that I'm dating, and he's been pressuring me for sex a lot. Let me say that I'm fifty-seven and he's sixty-nine, and sex is not a priority to me right now. I noticed he had a prescription for a medication to help him in the bedroom, and I confronted him. He told me that the pills are not for me. I was very upset, and he said he was just joking. Does this mean he's sneaking around with someone behind my back? What hmm. you, you ain't having sex with your man for six years. Why
7: is you wearing it? And he got a prescription. What did he get the prescription for? They ain't for you. What is you in the man's medicine cabinet for? Get out the man's business.
6: She noticed it. That's all she said. She didn't say, no, she "Okay, you
7: noticed it. Now he told you they to ain't <laughs> for you." They're not.
1: You won't let him use them.
8: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going <laughs> to use them. We're going to use. Them. <laughs> they too damn high to waste, okay? Okay. <laughs> so I heard. Yeah.
7: Oh. So you 57. Cut it with a razor. Blade. A priority for you. That's, you know. Yeah, she's 57. I don't know what to I don't know what yeah. to tell you, lady. Mm, right. Does that mean he's sneaking around? He ain't sneaking. He going somewhere else. Mm, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, you heard he it from the manager. been you, worry. and the pressure ain't work. Yep. I got these pills in here to spit this money. Something. There's an expiration date on this bottle.
8: <laughs> <laughs> pills are $45. What you think he doing? <laughs>
4: You can get you can get four out of that one though. You can get four out of that one if you, you cut, them. cut it. If you cut it right, now I just, this is what I heard. If you cut it right, you can get four
6: out that one. You can get yeah, more out of that time, time lot, if you lick Tommy.
9: them.
6: Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Charlie in Toledo says, "My wife's sister got on my la- gets on my last nerves, and I'd love to kick her out of the house, but I can't out of our house." She criticizes every little thing I do, and she makes fun of how I talk. I'm from the South, and I have a Southern drawl, and she called me a country bumpkin the other day. I called her a female dog. I did not say the B word, but my wife got all bent out of shape and said if I said that to her sister, I might be—I might start disrespecting her too. It's not like that, Steve. Or it's not like that, Steve. How do I get my wife to see that her sister is a troublemaker?
7: Is she living in the house?
6: Yeah, they're all li- yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean He I don't said know. he'd love to kick her out of our house.
7: Do it. <laughs> see, I don't understand. Um, Do it. You're not you're not you're sitting up in no house I'm paying making payments on and talking to me any any kind of way except I how I want it. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't <laughs> know what to tell you
6: <laughs> How disrespectful.
7: Yeah, I mean that, I'm I'm not allowing that. And then for your wife to allow it, she out of line. She took it, her is, is, is that his wife?
6: Yeah, she took, yeah, his wife's sister. His sister-in-law is causing all the commotion and problems, trouble.
7: <sighs> you can't come in my house and start fives. You can't do You got that. to go. You got to go, so period. I, I don't, I'm not, this is our house, but this is exactly right. Our house. And you ain't gotta have nothing in the house you don't want, and I ain't gotta have nothing in the house yeah. I don't want. But his wife is
6: taking her sister's side, Steve. That's he cool. wants to know. Well, how do we say sister? Wife to to see that his yeah. sister's a trouble. You and your her sister
7: go stay troubled.
6: together.
7: Hmm. I bet your blankets. sister can't do what I do. You
6: and your sister can get out. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna need to. I some
7: bet blankets. your sister can't do what I do. I bet you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: this is wrong. <laughs> wrong, yeah. wrong, wrong, wrong. All right, thank you, C-L-O, a.k.a. Zaddy. Uh, Coming up is Run That Prank Back. Thank you, C-L-O. We'll get to it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with national news and entertainment news. NBA player Kyrie Irving has a message for anyone that has something to say about him not getting his vaccination. Uh, (laughs) We'll talk about that, but right now, it is time to run that prank back. What you got, Neff?
4: I got Chubb Rock. That's what I got. Chub oh. Rock. That yeah. Music. One of the greatest of all times. Chubb Rock. Let's go, Cat. Dog. See, what I ain't finna happen is somebody finna use my instrumental. Hello? And then act like they gon' just use my... Hello? Hello? May I speak to Chubb. Uh, this is E. Hey, I need to talk to you, man. This is D. Lowe from uh, Flow Jam Productions out of Jacksonville, Florida. Who? My name D. Low from Flow Jam Productions out of Jacksonville, Florida. Can you hear me? Yeah, brother, brother, do me a favor. Bring your blood pressure down a couple of notches, B. Hey, hey, hey hold up, bro, because me and you already got a problem. Now, my understanding is somebody using my instrumental on some kind of record you got called If You Was Mine. And all that, all them, all that music is my music, and I got a problem with all of that.
10: Brother, calm your blood pressure down. You my, feel what I'm saying to you? My,
4: my blood pressure, calm down. All I'm saying to you is, ain't nobody finna release no CD, no album using my music, dog. It ain't finna out. I understand who you is and all the stuff you done done in the past, but you ain't finna use my stuff, dog.
10: Brother, let me tell you something. Anything I ever got in my life in 20 years of recording, I don't know how you got my number who you are, you know, who you're supposed to be representing. But anything I do is always straight up. We do our music ourselves, or if a producer I'm using, he does his thing. I pay him. or do whatever I got to do. you call calling me. I don't even know who you are, but you need to calm down your blood pressure if you want to continue this conversation where we can get to some kind of figuring out of who you are and what you're talking about. So if you're going to yell at me, and try to do that. I don't. I don't go for yelling and intimidation. I ain't one of these young dudes out there. So if you don't bring your blood pressure down, then I'm gonna have a problem. My blood pressure will go up, and then we'll have a real, real problem. Do you feel what I'm saying to you?
4: I understand everything that you're saying to me. All I'm saying is, I know. I, I know my music when I hear it, and I think your boy Cal then took my music from me. Now if you the the the, the stuff you got on, if you was mine, I'll less mine. Ain't nobody tripping with y'all on what you do. I'm just trying to tell you... You said all that stuff is
10: mine. What are you talking about? Those are my lyrics on that Playboy. You don't write no lyrics for me. What are you, crazy? No, I don't you sound write... You like me. one of them Keebler Elf cats. You don't... Nobody touch my lyrics, B. You saying all that stuff is yours?
4: I'm not... I ain't talking about the, mu- the lyrics. I'm talking about the music itself. That's what I'm talking about. The lyrics, I don't know nothing about. That might be you. But I'm just trying to let you know about the music. That belonged to me. Hold up. Convert that might that you got there. Might be me? Convert the mic. I ain't no mic. The music is mine. Let's get that out there now. The music on this song you got, If You Was Mine, that's my music. Brother, you ain't Bobby Womack. How can it be your music? The interpolation of the music was from Bobby Womack. Hey, brother, now I don't know if you the one that stole my music. I don't know if it was your boy Cal who called himself DJ Wreckshot, whoever he called himself. All I'm trying to let you know is this music belonged to me. Alright, so what do you want? Do you want to meet me on the
10: street somewhere, and then you can handle it the way you want to handle it with me? You man, want to handle it that way?
4: You ain't saying nothing to me, man. You no ain't brother, saying. What you ain't way- saying, me, brother? That's you the- try the- like one of them keyblows. You don't fear me. Did, did you just say something about my rectum? Cut up, You don't talk. You you don't talk about my. We go. We will meet if you keep talking about my. <laughs> my. You don't bring my up on nothing. You know
10: nothing, B. You ain't nothing. If you want to talk as men, then we sit down and we talk as men, because I don't know any... what you're talking about. We... But if you're coming up there throwing my name in the middle of thievery, then I got a problem with that, B, and I'll handle it with you. I'm not no youngin'. I don't make records. I ain't going to dish you on record. I'm going to come see you so we can sit down eye to eye and we get down to what it is.
4: I mean, all I'm saying is I got a problem with it. And the, and the bigger problem I got at this point now is for you to tell me, do I want to meet you on the street somewhere? And you know what? I ain't got no problem with that. You so where what, do you want me to find? where do you want me to see you now? You know what your problem is, man? Your problem is, is that you ain't get as successful as Heavy D. You didn't do what Biggie what Biggie Smalls did. That's your problem, man. I you you have no problem with that. Those are
10: incredible artists who have done all kinds of beautiful things in music. I have done my thing in music. All of those things that you're trying to get me to go past the line of sensibility, that goes to youngins. Now, like I said before, forget about that. What I said earlier stands, brother. When you want to see me, I don't so care why you want to
11: meet. How about I got a better
10: idea for you? I'm doing a club date in Jacksonville, Florida, brother. That's who you, you can That's come. True. My guest and come see me personally, Th- and make sure you come with this vigor, though. Come with this vigor. Vig- you you look, to, you you're, to gonna, you're gonna
4: quit using these big words. What is no, you no, saying, no, brother,
10: to- brother? This ain't no big word. You're gonna use, but you're gonna come there with this attitude. You ain't gonna see no bodyguard there.
4: You feel me? All I'm saying to you is the music belongs to me. That's what I'm saying to you, man. That's all I'm saying to you. And who else, your boy evidently done swipe my music, laid it under you, and you done put some tracks on top of it. It ain't right,
10: dog. Brother, it, let me tell you something. The guy is a guy of incredible integrity. You
11: keep saying integrity. It's the, tr- integrity. it's the
10: truth, brother. It's the truth. I mean, I'm sorry, man. I mean, it's clear that you're upset, and I'm sorry that you're upset. Look, can but bring all of that.
4: Forget all of that. Forget everything we're talking about right now. <laughs> I want you to know this. Can I tell you something else? You're yelling again. Can I say something else to you? Can you say it calmly? I can. You can? Yes. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by Monica. You just got pranked by your boy named Chad. <laughs> oh
10: man, you guys are crazy. <laughs> Yo, you. This is a. You serious? You can't be serious.
4: I'm dead serious, baby.
10: Wow, man. Wow, man. That's crazy, man. Shot. Yo. All right. Cool. And now I gotta get everybody back.
4: <laughs> thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So kindly. So kindly. Yes. Yes. When you do Give what you do, don't nobody
8: else do it. When you do it, damn.
4: Come, say it again.
8: When you do what you do, don't nobody else do it, damn. Damn.
4: Damn. That's that what I'm talking what? about. What does that mean, Team I, I did it I when I did it when I do it and I don't do it. It just man.
7: simply means he's... As stupid as you can get
3: because okay, that's happy. what I got
7: that's why I want, that was my
3: takeaway
8: don't don't listen to them do not do not let Thank that you. get into your head't
4: do you hey,
7: know you no I can't He now won't now let nobody
4: he won't let nobody be happy and stupid though no, he' just won't let you do it. it and it's possible <laughs> to be both at the same time happy and <laughs> stupid yes <laughs> and he'll take that from you but he's zaddy now, man. Come
6: on. <laughs> All right. Coming up, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have entertainment and national news right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24 7 U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being.
6: Kyrie Irving has received a lot of backlash for his decision to not get vaccinated. Many people have debated Kyrie's position, including sports analysts and TV hosts on this radio show. We've talked about it. So on Wednesday night, Kyrie had had enough and he got on IG Live to explain his decision to remain unvaccinated. And he challenged anyone that has something to say to him. Say it to his face. Take a listen
13: uh before I even get a chance to be on the podium and speak for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like all these people saying all these things about what's going on with me and it's just not true. Pay attention to what's going on out in the real world. You know, people are losing their jobs to these mandates. People are having to make choices with their own lives, which I respect. And I don't wanna sit here and, and play on people's emotions either. Just use logic. You know, what would you do if you felt uncomfortable going into the season when you were promised that you would have exemptions? or that you didn't have to be forced to get the vaccine. You know, this wasn't an issue uh, before the season started. This, this wasn't something that I foresaw coming where I prepared for it. And, uh, you know, I had a, a chance to strategize on what was gonna be best for me and my family. I came into the season thinking that I was just gonna be able to play ball, you know, be able to use my talent uh, to continue to, uh, you know, inspire, influence people in the right way. You know, this, like, putting this on me is just, like, why are you putting it on me? You know, like, this this is not part of, uh, <laughs> you know, what's going on in conversations with scientists, physicians, and doctors. I'm, I'm just a hooper, right? Like, I'm, I'm just a person uh, who, who's being utilized as, as an example.
1: Mm. Mm. Correction. Was a
7: hooper. You was mm-hmm. a hooper. Here's the problem, young brother. The statement that you said, I was promised at the beginning of this season. Mm-hmm. 48. You ain't the first person <laughs> that bad. got a promise made to you and broke it. So sorry people are losing their jobs over these mandates. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. This ain't the NBA's fault, dog. New York has put out a mandate that everyone must get vaccinated. You live in New York and play ball in New York. This ain't from the NBA. This is from New York. So I don't know what to tell you, man. Do you understand what the, why they have a mandate? Because so many people are dying. That's the research. That's the scientific research that coronavirus kills. Mm. Anybody
1: else? I'm I'm
8: just hey, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with I mean, you know how many shots I'd take for that amount of money? <laughs> in in my ass repeatedly.
4: <laughs> I'll take it every day, Jay. Every day I'll take it. Every day. <laughs> yes, bent over every
8: day, bent, ass out. I mean, I'm just saying, I get what he's saying, but nobody who's making, well, I won't say nobody, a lot of people who are making that much money are not walking away from the job. People are making way less than he's making are taking the shot. So if you don't want to take the shot, cool. But the rules change. You know and the rules, rules. change because I, more people start dying. That's I'm why not, they changed the rules.
6: I'm, I'm not, not clear his. on his reasoning. I, I'm well, just not clear on that. Okay. Or anyone. I don't I don't think you have to. For, he didn't say that, what his reasoning was. was. Now, I've say it. heard people die from COVID. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. Yeah. I've not heard anybody die from the vaccine. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, Nicki Minaj said <laughs> uh, her cousin Got the vaccine and it swollen him yeah, up. Cousin with the friend. But that was
3: it. <laughs> All
5: right, we got to go. So. This is
3: they flew angry. her ass into the White
8: House. If somebody told him <laughs> the vaccine to help his jumper, he'd take it. He'd take it in a <laughs> All right, it-
6: it's time to move on. Uh, <laughs> let's check in with Miss Ann Steve.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs>
9: Ooh, okay. It's 7.04 in the morning. I heard that one. This is Ann Tripp with the news and good morning. Former President Donald Trump has been ordered to give testimony on Monday in answer to a suit filed against him by a human rights group that claims that his security guards beat him up, assaulted them during a protest outside of Trump Towers in Manhattan back in 2015. They were protesting Trump's calling Mexican immigrants rapists and drug smugglers and making disparaging remarks about the Black Lives Matter movement. New York State Court Justice has ordered Trump to submit a video deposition at 10 a.m. October 18th. That would be Monday. his lawyer has so far refused to answer the order and a lot of uh, people feel that he's probably not going to answer anything so i guess we'll see health officials now say that one brand of covid vaccine can be mixed and matched with another and jeffrey zines who's head of the white house covid response team says that's good forever
8: we have the vaccine supply and we will be ready to hit the ground running as soon as any additional boosters are authorized
9: That means he's ready, ready, ready. In Kansas City, they're ready. It's Kansas City, Kansas I'm talking about, where federal prosecutors have launched a criminal grand jury probe into the deeds of a retired detective named Roger Golobsky. CNN says Golobsky is accused of being a real filthy cop who used his badge to exploit vulnerable black women and frame black men for crimes they didn't commit, and he knew they didn't commit it, uh, while also being on the payroll of a local drug kingpin. Jay-Z's social justice-oriented group Team Rock found about all this and took out a full-page ad in the Washington Post last week calling the corruption in Kansas City's police department quote, one of the worst examples of abuse in U.S. history. Former President Bill Clinton, he's uh, in the hospital this morning. He's UC Irvine Hospital in California. Doctors say he has an infection. It's called sepsis. He's reportedly being treated with antibiotics and responding. Mr. Clinton is 75 years old. It's not COVID. It's not COVID, y'all. And finally, remember this.
3: Live and in color
9: from New York
1: City, Soul. I'm Ellis Hazel, producer of Soul. And we are happy to have you with us this evening. Uh, We were happy. That's right.
9: We were very happy to have him as well. Ellis Hazlip's soul broadcast in about 11 national markets from New York to Philly to Detroit from 1968 to 1973. His niece, Melissa Hazlip, says it was like the first Black Tonight Show.
6: The primary purpose of soul, as Ellis would say, was not to educate or entertain folks, but to give people a chance to share in the black experience.
9: And and Melissa Hazel said that she made a film about the show. You can see it this Sunday online. Just go to greenlightwomen.org. It's also going to be HBO Max as well. Now back to the Steve
6: Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce your guy, your dude, your friend. He's here. Ladies and
8: gentlemen,
12: here he is. The J. Thank you so much. Anthony, which is
8: the brown. October 22nd, 23rd, I'll be at the Atlanta Comedy (laughs) Theater. Atlanta Comedy Theater. Uh, you'll know I'm always trying to do a money-making venture. I got a brand new one. If you want to get in, let me know. Hmm. Here it is. Okay. It's called Ratchet Memorial. How ratchet. many times have you gone to a funeral and it just turned out to be the most ratchet thing in the world? Oh. We've all been to them. I've seen it. Oh. At Ratchet Memorial, you're not going to have that problem because you know it's going to be Ratchet before you go. Daddy got a wife and a girlfriend. They both going to be there, damn it. That's what we do at Ratchet Memorial. (laughs) Grandma got a baby don't nobody talk about. He coming to the funeral front row. Now, most funeral homes have six pallbearers. We don't do that at Ratchet. We want to save you some money. We put two wheels on the end of the casket and we roll Uncle Chester in like a dolly. If his ass fall <laughs> out, he fall out. <laughs> he say like
1: a dolly. If we that roll him in. Jay.
5: Come <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. If, if he fall out, <laughs> he Tilt
1: fall back. out. Tilt because him back, this Tilt
5: is him ratchet. We've been falling out. That's ratchet. We,
8: we, now you go to a funeral and you never know when people gonna clown. Well, we make sure people gonna clown. Because we hire actors to clown, the straight up clown, <laughs> fall all out, run around the church, pee on themselves, have a fit, start a fight. That's what we do at Ratchet Memorial. Mm-hmm.
6: How do you think of this stuff?
8: <laughs> and last but not least, at Ratchet Memorial,
5: mm-hmm. a lot
8: of times you go to a funeral looking to see if your name's on the program. Don't worry about it. It ain't gonna be there, okay? Don't even look. Your name will be left off. That's how we start a fight. Remember, yeah. if you don't have a fight, then the funeral ain't right. Ratchet memorial, how about that? Ratchet. That's your slogan.
6: Ratchet.
1: They got Betty name in the program. Ain't put me in there. Ooh, that's how it go. <laughs>
6: <laughs> alright uh-huh. I'm wow. we're okay. going to break
7: because I sure had one <laughs> come on <laughs> to save money
5: uh-huh.
7: <laughs> Instead of spending all that money embalming your loved one,
5: <laughs>
7: we just open the casket and put a big ass fan over there and blow the scent <laughs> the oh other way. No, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Your ass, yeah. your, Have ass you
5: no what? Heart. your ass crazy. <laughs> Have you no heart? What are you, <laughs> you saying?
6: <got> you. What? <laughs> <laughs> We have to go now. We have to go. Okay, all right. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next up, we're going to talk about Ready to Love
5: (laughs) right after this. You're listening
6: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we need a drum roll right here because tonight, there we go, tonight, yes, tonight, season five of Ready to Love premieres on OWN, that's 9 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern, our very own nephew, Tommy, or excuse me, excuse me, Tommy Miles. Thomas Miles. Thomas Miles Miles is on this show. Drop the few. He's the host of this show, not the nephew. All right, so we got to find out about the new season. All right, so Tommy, congratulations again. This is wonderful. Season five. I mean, really. Kicks off this time in D.C. with brand new contestants they are ready to love. Tell us about the new season.
4: This new season is different. This season is different because, you know, everybody has been watching the show. I mean, this Mm -hmm. is the fifth season, so everybody thinks they know what's going to happen. You know, even the viewers think they know what's going to happen. So people that come, the contestants that come on the show, they really think they know step by Uh step. So now... What we've done, we've, you know, got together and just start throwing curveballs every episode, and it's it's completely different from what they've seen the past four seasons, so they don't see it coming. And I mean, when I say curveballs, I'm talking about curveballs. I mean, just, I don't want to give it up, but when y'all watch it, it's going to be like, oh my God, that came out of nowhere. So everybody that's, you know, sitting on the couch with your lady, I've, I've heard that even the men are watching the show now. So oh, yeah. I got curveballs for you. Mm-hmm. Every single episode, you're going to be like, oh, my God, they doing that to them? <laughs> Trust me, it gets, it gets bananas. But, but these people, you know, my, my contestants out of Washington, D.C., they are, they are some, some, some boss ladies, some boss brothers, mm-hmm. intelligent to the T. Y'all mm-hmm. going to like them. Y'all going to okay. like them. Y'all in for All a right. treat this season.
6: Now, you mentioned curveball. Is that the same thing as the wild card you have for this season? you talked about a wild card too i got a wild card too okay all right can you tell uh, us a little bit about the wild card without giving too much of it away you
4: know what you had a wild card when you had a wild card when chris showed back up right oh okay remember oh, okay. remember, remember when it went season. from from a yeah. past season mm-hmm. I, I brought somebody back it's wilder than that hey oh. question? can
8: i ask a question, ask yeah. a question? Yeah. how long is a person are you talking to people to figure out you
6: ain't ready for love. How long? It, it
4: it, 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 I, I swear to you, Jay, the first episode, I know who's ready and who not ready. You know who
8: ready and who not ready. That's why you haven't talk. been on
6: the show, Jay. Because I'm not ready. <laughs>
8: You're I'm not. damn sure not ready. <laughs> At all. You know what? I try not to watch it because I don't want it to make me ready for love. So I. <laughs> <laughs> No, I watch this I a tell- little bit. I got to go. Oh, I gotta go.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy, here's I can tell who's question. not ready. I can tell the players. I can tell the players immediately. I can look at the. You can tell the ladies and the men
8: which one are not ready. You can tell right away. Okay.
4: Immediately. Wow. And, and guess what? They would be the first to go.
6: Okay. Yeah. All right. So now you do work closely with the contestants, Tommy. You do, right? So right. can you predict? Can you predict? Is it easy or hard? Does that make it easier or hard for you to predict a love connection? Because I'm always thinking these two are going to be together. They're going to make it. They're going to get married.
4: I think every time I see somebody start out uh, up, up front, mm-hmm. it dwindles. It changes midway through. I've never yeah. had somebody last all the way through. You know, it always changes. And, ah, I started feeling him a little better, and then, and then it just mm-hmm. the hard right. You'd be like, but y'all was so perfect at the yeah, beginning.
5: right. It, it,
4: so so here's, the thing, here's the thing you should do this season. When you see the first, when you see the first 20... Uh-huh. Try to match them up and see if you can pick three couples that are going to make it to the end.
6: Okay, all right. All right.
4: Pick pick out three men, three women, and say I'm gonna match these together and see if you mm-hmm. gonna see if you make it to the end.
6: And, and any oh. difference between the DC contestants and the other contestants from Atlanta, from Houston? What what's the difference there? You think? Well, of course Houston, I'm I'm I, you know <laughs> your the, hometown. Was, they country
4: <laughs> Houston was country, but I loved it. Uh uh-huh. This is, this is different. I got some super, super educated contestants. Mm-hmm. Not that Houston wasn't, but this one, I just feel a little different about Chocolate City. They bring it. They ball it.
9: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
6: All right. We've always heard good things about Chocolate <laughs> City, so we're going to see. Again, uh, season five of Ready to Love premieres on OWN at 9 p.m., 8 p.m. <laughs> Eastern, and our very own Thomas Miles. There you go. It's not nephew Tommy, Thomas Miles.
7: If y'all don't get (laughs) nephew Tommy on this show soon, it's going to be a damn problem. I can (laughs) tell (laughs) you. All
6: right. All right. Congratulations, nephew. Coming up next, more nephew with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, I've been faking it. And got caught. Mm, Hmm. Not what you think. Not what you think. We'll get into it in just a bit. But right now, it is time for the nephew and the prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Hmm?
4: You've been wearing my clothes. You've been wearing my clothes. Really? Yeah. That's
10: it.
11: Come on, cat. Hello? Hello? I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to read, uh, Wilson? Yeah, this Wilson. Hey, you, 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 you own the cleaners over on right? Yeah, that's me. How may I help you? How, how, how long y'all been over there? How, how, how many, how many years y'all been over there on the uh, on man? We've been here for, we been here about fifteen years, man. Been in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh uh-huh. okay. How may I help you? Uh, now you, you the only. Uh, my name's Donnie, man. I'm sorry, my name's Donnie. Donnie. You, is been the, been the, nice to um, you, Donnie. you You all you always been the owner there? Man, I started this thing was about fifteen years ago. Got all my own equipment. Everything we do, everything in house. So you ain't got to worry about going nowhere. You drop your clothes off here, and I make sure we take care of everything right here in house, man. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, l- l- listen, man. The reason why I called, like, see, I've been, uh, I've been, I-, I actually been bringing my clothes to you for about a year now. My name, my name is Donnie. Oh you have? Donnie. Donnie. Huh? I-, I don't, I don't remember. Well, I, I know I would be coming here. I know your face though. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I ain't you, no group you, you, you probably you, know man. me when you see me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you probably, you probably know when you see but listen, uh here, here where I had a problem and I came in uh but last week sometime I came in, I think it was last Thursday I came in to get my clothes I had dropped off and uh now, now I had brought some clothes probably about three weeks before that. huh. And and when I got home, uh three you know, like I said, three weeks before when I got home with that with them clothes I realized I was missing a shirt. Hmm. And uh and I was like I don't I don't know where my shirt is, I couldn't find it. So now, just last week when I came back to pick up some clothes, uh-huh. now, and and this what you know I didn't want to raise no no havoc in your in your store or nothing. But what what I look when I looked at you, you was actually the person that took my money and gave me gave him my clothes. Uh-huh. But when I when I looked closer at you, I realized you 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 act you actually had on my shirt. What? No. You had I had, I had to go on and count to ten. I went on out to my car and I said I'm not gonna wait and calm down. But you was actually standing there, giving me my clothes. <laughs> but you had on my shirt too. Now nah, you bro, you could have counted twenty. You, you ain't seen me in your shirt. I mean, what? What? what, what have your clothes? Have you ever left your clothes up here longer than thirty days? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What What are what what, what you saying? If, if people leave their stuff longer than thirty days, you start wearing it? No, no, hold on, hold on. I, I, I ain't wore nobody's shirt. Let, let's uh, no, get, that's no, 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 hold on. Wait, hold, hold, hold on, bro, so hold we, on, Donnie. We, Donny, we, we, we quit, quit all this Donny. lying about you you ain't wore nobody's shirt because you t***ed your hands lying on. L- l- listen, let me tell you something, man. I mean, I work every day. I work hard, and I can, buy my own, I can buy my own shirt. I mean, I ain't got to wear nobody's shirt. As a matter of fact, I was just saying, because you said... That, that you felt like I held your shirt. I, I ain't wore nobody's shirt, but... Okay, well, you, you lie, I got a minute coming there. The only time I'm missing man. is if it's been here 30 days. We don't, I mean, we ain't, we ain't taking nobody's clothes. Uh, but listen, I got a friend, he bring his stuff over there, too, and he tell me he has some pants missing, and he, and he come in there one day and swear he think you had his pants on. Who is it? He lied. Let, let me tell you, hold on, bro, I, I mean, I, I don't know, I mean, I don't you know. Da, you you, you done man, who, who, you done made an outfit out of our clothes, you got my shirt on and his pants on. This is ridiculous, man, is you, is you creating your own wardrobe with people's stuff? Look, hold on, let me tell you something, man, I done told you, I ain't wore nobody else's shirt. Don't call me insulting my integrity, tell me I done wore somebody else's shirt. I don't have to wear your shirt, I got now, my what own What kind shirt. of cleaners you got, man, that you clean people's stuff, but then you wear it around the cleaners? I don't have to wear a thing or nobody around no cleaners. I got my own. Use. Have you? You must not been up here yourself. Do you see the uniforms we wear up here? That's how you know my name. Say Wilson on my uniform, man. I know it say Wilson on it, but why well, is you? ain't seen me wearing with- other people's stuff, Mr. Wilson. Look here, man. Look here. I'm I'm a Christian, bro. Listen, I'm trying to do the right thing. I don't appreciate nobody calling me. Now you can tell You 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 can inquire, and we can get this fixed. You know, figured out. But you don't call here saying that you seen me wearing I'm gonna your shirt. On. I'm going to let this shirt go. Yeah? I'm going to let the shirt go. I don't shirt care go. what the hell I'm you, do with you. Now, now, now Miss Will, that's what I'm going to do with you. If I come in there, if I come in there one more time and see you with one of my shirts on, then guess what? I'm going to tear it off for you and I'm going to beat your ass <laughs> at your stove. <laughs> Tell you what. You bring your bad down here. Come on down here. Let me just, let me it ain't a dang thing in a drugstore gonna kill you quick and I will about coming here trying to bother me about a d- shirt. Well, you need to quit wearing people stuff then. I ain't got to wear no nothing d- clothes, boy. So- But that's what you're doing. You up in there, you got on my shirt and I got my boy pants on. I tell you what, let me tell you something. Before I open this cleaners, I'm from the penitentiary and when you talk, when you call somebody a lie, you better rather back it up. I i yeah, not to come look, up in there this and ain't your Look, look, fire 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 fire. look, You man. keep wearing everybody clothes in there. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you what God love, man. I'm telling you the truth. If you come up here with some... You need to call your mama and let her know it's going to be some snot slanging and flower bringing. Because just like that shirt you say you missing, you're going to be missing too. You come up here, bother by about shirt. you going to get your butt beat if I keep finding out you wearing people's stuff. Look at do Wilson. Don't, don't get your butt beat up on... on. You hear me? I tell you what, you need to get off my phone. I, boy, this baby, this this coming. I'm wearing his shirt. You is wearing my shirt, and you wearing my friend's pants. Man, you look, bro. Look, Donnie McClurkin. I don't, Donnie, whoever you. I don't know who Donnie you are, but don't call here no more, man. I don't even want your business, man. You don't even have to. Don't bring your shirt. As a matter of fact, what's your last? I'm gonna look your smile up. Any day, any money you don't spend, I'm gonna give it back to you. I don't need your money either, man. I don't need this. Shit. I got one more thing to say to you is you listening to me. What? You ain't got a thing to say to me. I do have something I need to say to you. You're thieving, shirt weighing, I do have something I need to say to you. I, what? As you listening. What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show. You just got pranked by your boy. Who? <laughs> hey, Mr. Wills. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy got me to prank phone call you. What? <laughs> <Boy>, <laughs> <ain't. laughs> <laughs> say, say, bro, you can't. Hey, we're in a reception. You can't call nobody talking <laughs> to him like that, man. <laughs> boy, y'all some food, man? Well, I'm going to have to go somewhere and sit down, man. I'm going to have to drink me some teaspoon of vinegar or something. <laughs> <laughs> got my blood pressure. God. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it had to be some lying, man, because I ain't want nobody a shirt, man. <laughs> hey, man, I got to ask you, man. I got to tell me y'all got us on in, the, in, in the, inside the cleaners in the morning. Tell me this. What is, what is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby.
5: <laughs>
4: Speaking of wearing clothes, how was that? How was that? <laughs>
6: the naked truth.
4: It was cool. It's the naked truth. All right, See, then. man.
6: You're the king of pranks. What can we say? <laughs> the way king. you you know you get them to do Sir. what they do. Yeah.
4: How do I? How do I? How do I get this name changed? How do I become Sir Thomas? Sir is a drop-down from King. Just want you to know that. Oh, so can I do Sir King Thomas? Stupid people don't know that, though. Shut up, (laughs) boy.
3: (laughs) How do I get this name? (laughs) You do know Sir is a drop-down
7: from King. Well, can I be Sir King? Oh, you want to drop down and then go back up? Yes. King Sir Thomas. Yes. (laughs) Sir oh, Thomas.
4: King been... Thomas. King that Thomas. King Thomas get his name changed.
8: Lord. See, it don't
7: it don't it don't really sound right to you, do it. How about Lord How about
8: Thomas? Lord, Lord Thomas. Lord Thomas. I like, I like that. I like Who that. do
7: you know? <laughs> <laughs> to call his dumb ass Lord.
4: Ain't nothing wrong with me being Lord. Lord uh-huh. Thomas. Boy. What's wrong with that? Boy, Lord, sound good.
7: many <laughs> times as we have to go to the the lord
5: okay
6: <laughs> you
7: will not be a reference point <laughs> to my trouble times and days
6: lord right. thomas. thomas thank you nephew king of Franks. we'll just keep that coming up next the strawberry letter for today the subject i've been faking it and got caught We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being.
6: All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. Could be your letter we're reading on the air. (laughs) That's for you, Jay. You never know. It could be yours, right?
4: You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry
6: Letter. Subject, I've been faking it and got caught. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 47 year old single man and I moved to Atlantic City recently and I share a home with my elderly uncle. He has always been like a father to me, so what's his is mine and vice versa. He has always had the flashy cars and nice suits and he still wears a huge diamond pinky ring. His wife died a year ago, so he's adjusting to the single life since he's a young 72 years old. It's great living with him, and although I am a grown man, I still learn a lot from him. I started taking care of his cars for him, so I'm in a different car every day. He has two, and his wife drove an Escalade. Being new in town, I was focused on meeting a nice lady to settle down with. I'm recently divorced, and I hate being single. I was out running errands last month, and I parked next to a fine young lady, and she watched me As I got out of the car, so I doubled back to say hello to her. She complimented me on the Escalade and said it's her dream car. I told her I'd pick her up later for dinner in it. It was just that easy. I had a date with a fine 34-year-old woman. I continued to see her, and I was always in a different car. She was hooked. And although I knew she was attracted to the nicer things, I was trying to make her like me, like me, just as much. One day, I was out with my uncle, and she called and asked me to bring her a bag of potatoes. I would do anything this woman wanted at this point, at that point, so I I, I could keep her. My uncle and I swung by her place, and she came out to the bins and leaned in. My uncle told her that he was very happy that I'm living with him while I got on my feet and found a job. The disappointment showed in her face and she has stopped taking my calls. Did I dodge a bullet, or should I keep pursuing her? Well, I got to say this. <laughs> You're mad at your uncle right about now, aren't you, for snitching on you? You That's should That's what uncles be. do. That's exactly what he did. You had a really good thing I going with fist this I take
7: offense to woman. that statement, Tony. Go <laughs> ahead, <Cheryl.
6: laughs> I was wondering if you heard that, Steve. You had a really good thing going with this young lady, and then unk pull the curtain all the way back. I, I think he sees what you're doing and he's tired of it. And, and things have just come to a head. This was his way of telling you to be a man, get your stuff together. You you never mentioned in the letter, are you even trying to get a job? Because that's where your focus should be right now. Uh, you can't live off your uncle forever. And yes, what you saw on her face was shock because she realized that you weren't the man she thought you were. You were lying and stunting and your uncle just busted you out, so don't try to make her out to be a gold digger or anything. Talking about did you dodge a bullet? Uh, no, that's not that's not the case. She's not the bad guy. You did this to yourself. Women don't like liars. That's all. You should have been real with her, Steve. Yeah.
7: Okay. Well, this is gonna be an interesting letter because uh, I have a different take here. Than this. This idiot mess right here. So let me take you down into the other places of my mind and what I read when I read the letter. I've been faking it and I got caught. Dear Stephen Shirley, now as I read the letter, I'm going to give you the thoughts I was having as I was reading the letter. And I had these thoughts more and more as I went on because I'm very confused. 40, first of all, I'm a 47-year-old single man, and I moved to Atlantic City. We very rarely get letters from 47-year-old men. That's for starters right there. I share a home with my elderly uncle, and he's always been like a father to me. And here's where it gets tricky right off the bat. So what's here's his is mine, and vice versa. He has always had the flashy cars and nice suits. And here's the first thing. He still wears a huge diamond pinky ring. I noticed right away that he's attracted to things also. And now he impressed with his uncle because he wears a huge pinky diamond ring. A lot of little things matter to this dude writing this letter. Mm-hmm. His wife died a year ago, so he's adjusted to the single life since he's a young 72 years old. Here's another statement. It's great living with him. And although I'm a grown man, well, right there, dog. <laughs> uh, hard to say it's great living with somebody in your ass is 47. I still learn a lot from him. And that's a true statement. Here's another statement that sticks out. I started taking care of his cars for him. So I'm in a different car every day. He has two, <laughs> excuse me, he has two and his wife drove an Escalade. Now being new in town, I was focused on meeting a nice lady to settle down with. Okay. i have recently divorced and I hate being single. I was out running errands last month, and I parked next to a fine young lady, and she watched me as I got out the car. So I doubled back to say hello. She complimented me on the Escalade and said, it's her dream car. Where y'all stay though?
11: <laughs>
7: <laughs> Excuse me while I have a moment. I'm not flexing or acting bullshit. The oh, law of attraction on. is at work. I will, Sharon. Go ahead.
6: Hold on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry letter subject, I've been faking it and got caught. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter, the subject, I've been faking it and got caught.
7: And the name of this letter I've discovered should be... Mm-hmm. Small people like small things. Because this is what I'm seeing in this letter a lot of. Here's a 47-year-old single man that moved to Atlantic City and thinks it's great to move in with his uncle. Small people like small things. And so he's been like a father to me, and so we've always considered what's his is his. I mean, what's his is mine, and what's mine is his. He's always had the flashy cars. You're going to find out that the Escalade was one of them. He's always had the flashy cars and nice suits. And here's a big one. He still wears a huge diamond pinky ring. Small people like small things. His wife died a year ago. He's just into the single life. He's young, 72 years old. And it's great living with him. Even though I'm a grown man. Small people like small things. Boy, don't you see your life in trouble if you 47 you got to move in with your uncle? Your uncle ain't sick. Your it's something uncle. wrong with you, dog. But you so happy to move in. I still learned a lot from him, so I started taking care of his cars for him. So I'm in a different car every day. He had two and his wife drove an Escalade. And being new in town, I was trying to focus on this woman. So he goes to this store and he gets out the car and he pulls next to this really fine woman. And when he gets down out the truck, he notices her looking at him. He doubles back and speaks to the girl. And she told him, she complimented me on the Escalade and said, it's her dream car. Listen, y'all, I think Escalade trucks is nice myself. I really do. I wouldn't mind owning one. I was in one, uh, rented, uh, you know, got picked up in one another. there. Yeah, I like them. I think they're cold trucks. hmm But I, that, that ain't my dream car. Yeah, I want one. But, you know, not it's okay. True. You can pick up your dreams, though. You can not want not. something else. But I like Escalades. I do want to say that. Cadillac like Escalade, nice truck. I told her I'd pick her up later for dinner in it, and it was just that easy. Small people like small things. I had a date with a fine 30-year-old woman, and I continued to see her, and I was always in a different car. Y'all ain't got but two, though. You just said that. that uncle got two cars. You know, every time she saw me, I was in a different car. She was hooked, and although I knew she was attracted to the nicer things, listen to me. Small people like small things, dog. I was trying to make, me, make her like me as much. Here we go. One day I was out with my uncle, and she called and asked me to bring her a bag of potatoes. What?
6: (laughs) That line got me, too.
7: What? (laughs) You was out. She called and asked you to bring her a bag of potatoes. Fellas, (laughs) how many times (laughs) all the women you dated... just backtrack, fellas. Never. How many times has a woman called you and Never. asked you to bring her a bag of Never. potatoes?
1: Never. No. Never. 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 Where Never. do y'all stay, man? Bring them something to eat, up, but not a Dog, bag of potatoes. Dog, bring me a bag, yes. a bag of potatoes. No, no. Uh-uh.
7: Dog, I read that. I went, we need to stop this letter right here. I would do anything this woman wanted at this point. Yep. Even swing by and get a bag of potatoes. So I could keep it. My uncle and I swung by her place. Now, he done took her uncle with him. With these, got these potatoes. That's a bad move right there. So they swing by with the potatoes. the
3: potatoes in the back seat.
7: Now, you bought your homie with you that's 72 years old. You in the, your homie car, and you got these potatoes in the back, and you probably had to borrow the money from your uncle to buy the damn potatoes. She comes out to the car. Now, her, here's the other thing. Who pull up at somebody's house, blow the horn, and they come out to get a sack of potatoes? <laughs> y'all y'all don't see what this letter's is a damn disaster. Small people
3: like small things. Oh, my God. Toot, toot. Hey, Evelyn. Yes. Evelyn.
8: Huh? I got the potatoes. I'm, I'm coming out. I'm on my way.
7: Yeah, we got them. You got them? Bring your brother
11: with you. It's a 20-pound bag. Okay.
7: (laughs) So she came out to the bins and leaned in. Now they got the bins now. My uncle told her he was very happy that I'm living with him while I got on my feet and found a job. The disappointment showed on her face. She stopped taking my call. Did I dodge a bullet or should I keep pursuing her? Let me play on to dog. though. You can quit calling her. Yeah.
8: Yeah.
7: She done found out that ain't your bins. That ain't your escalade. She'd have found out you ain't working. And you probably didn't bring the right bag of potatoes. She
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> got a, got a bought you white. Done, she wanted red. <laughs> you
7: done bought these damn Idaho potato with all these spuds on. Who yeah. brings a woman spuds on these damn baked
6: potatoes? Alright Steve letter. Le- Thank you Leave your comments on today's <laughs> Strawberry Letter On Instagram and Steve Harvey FM And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand hey, Up next Can you bring me a box of rice Sports Talk with Junior right after this <laughs> You're listening To the Steve Harvey Morning Show all right, Junior, it is time for Sports Talk. What you got?
3: <laughs> yeah, Pimpin' is Friday, man. Got to get these picks in. Hey, man, what did I do last week, Junior? Ten and did...
1: six, Pimpin'. Good week, man. Ten and oh, six. Oh, it
3: wasn't bad. It wasn't no, bad. It wasn't no, bad. Man, but it's going to get better this week. Watch me. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go, man. Vikings at the Panthers. Who you got? Oh, that's going to be rough, man. But I'm going to go with the Panthers. Okay. Mm. Dolphins at Jaguars. Oh, no. I thought the Jaguars was going to get a win, and they, well, they did get, I have the Jaguars won. Ah, uh, no, I think they got
1: a game. No, they don't have a win, Pippin.
3: This is the surprise of the week, Jaguars.
6: <laughs> no now, we
3: hold up. I forgot their coach is dancing with strippers. Hold up.
6: <laughs> we'll come back to that later. I got to work okay. that
3: through my mind. I don't know. He got to be the coach good. Dancing with go. all them old white women on him. <laughs>
1: Packers at the bears, Pippin.
3: Packers at the Bears. Well, nice mm. game other day, Packers. I mean, Bears, but it's mm. over. Here comes Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Bengals versus the Lions. Oh man, the Bengals. I'm so mad at them for winning, but they lost, but the Lions ain't doing good. And I hate the Bengals with everything in me, cause they in the same division as the Browns. uh uh-huh. But they gonna whoop. Detroit ass, yes, though, now, and I sure hope I'm wrong about that.
1: Okay, we already know this for Texas
3: versus the Colts. Now, man, the Texans man had a shot. Mm. Mm-hmm. They had it. They played some good ball, man. But again, uh, here we, go. Here we you go. go. You know. Yeah. Let's,
1: uh, let's go. Go the Colts.
3: <laughs> go ahead. I don't okay,
1: then. Rams versus Giants. <laughs>
3: Rams versus the Giants. I'm going to have to go with the Rams, man. No no doubt that in that one. With y'all.
1: Chiefs versus Washington, and the Chiefs is 2-3, man. Who would have thought
3: that? Hey, man, I'm telling you, man, they done figured some things out, but Washington ain't going to be able to beat the Chiefs this week. Yeah,
1: Chargers versus the Ravens.
3: Oh, that's going to be a rough one, man. Mm-hmm. Take out a defense up there in uh, in Baltimore. I'm going with the Ravens. Ravens, Cardinals versus the Browns. Oh, man, I love Kyler, man, but I'm sick of this mess. I <laughs> got to go with my dudes. I'm Cleveland, man, I only way, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Raven, Raiders versus the Broncos. Oh, Broncos, we got in trouble at this Raider camp. They ain't got no coach. <laughs>
1: Cowboys versus the Patriots. Cowboys. Okay, and the Seahawks versus the Steelers. Seahawks. There it is. Week six picks. There we gotta be yeah. All right. That's it. Got four Damn. teams. Got six teams on bias. This week. All right. By week start.
3: Yeah, my segment
6: getting shown and shown. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Coming up at the top, top of the hour comedy roulette right after this.
1: You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being.
6: It is time it is time for comedy roulette come on jay set this one up quickly please. it is
8: so simple you take three subjects put those three subjects on a wheel where it stops we'll make it funny watch us do it we do it every week do it
6: all right here are the subjects uh things you think you forgot when you go on a trip okay things a real jealous person would say oh uh-huh uh-huh oh, okay. and the last one Things people say that they think are not racist. Okay?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Spun it, Spun it, Shirley, Spun it. (laughs) Let's spin the wheel, let's go.
6: Oh! (laughs) all right it stopped on things a real jealous person would say all right here we go here we go comedy roulette things (laughs) okay you want to do things people say that they which one you want
7: to do i'll do whatever come on what is it again okay
6: (laughs) (laughs) things a real jealous person would say comedy roulette things a real
8: jealous person would say oh so you just humming for nothing you just walk around the house humming. What you humming about? That's what I need to know. What's all this humming going on in here?
1: <laughs> yeah. Things a jealous person would say. I mean, man, you got two dogs. You really, really need one. Why you got two? It's man's best friend, not man's best friends. <laughs> That's
6: jealousy
4: right there. <clears throat> Things a real jealous person would say. You know what? When I had hair, it looked better than that. Oh, my hair. <laughs> it, uh, it looked better than that right there, yeah, dog.
6: <laughs> 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 Things a real jealous person would say. Come on, Steve. I don't like the way a new car smells. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's some hate on top What's of jealousy.
7: Who don't like that shit? Yeah.
6: <laughs> yes.
8: Yeah. <laughs> things a real jealous person would say oh y'all going out of town uh-huh y'all going to paris I uh, ain't much to do over there
3: <laughs> <laughs> it ain't never been
8: though yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah things a real jealous person would say man i mean i really like your house I Man, it's nice and all but why you really don't need the pool? I mean, you can't even swim. Yeah. Why would you even get that? Yeah.
6: All that yeah.
1: water bill gonna be high. Yeah.
4: Things a real yeah. jealous person would say. He got family feud, so
1: I got ready to love. Damn! That's how. That's how.
7: Put You clothes close, homie. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, man. man.
8: Let
6: me let me cross mine out.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me piggyback that.
6: <laughs> things a real jealous person would say.
7: <laughs> so damn, you ain't got but one TV show.
5: It's getting ugly.
8: We're we throwing jealous? rocks now. <laughs> things a real jealous person would say. You're right, Steve. I got two TV shows. I mean, come on.
5: <laughs> uh, come on, Junior Boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Things a real jealous person would say: How you host ready to love?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, oh we going real rocks. <laughs> oh, this is okay yeah. getting <laughs> ugly. Oh, on.
6: it's heard uh, now.
4: Yeah, this a road This the last
6: one. Uh, uh, yeah, Tommy, then you. Hurry. Yeah.
4: Things a real jealous person would say: Mine really that big. It just happened to be wet right now. I'm I mean, this is really, <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> Alright, close it out, Steve. <laughs> oh, no, what is happening? Things
7: real jealous people will say uh, this is Junior talking now.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Man,
6: don't nobody want no TV show. <laughs> Thank you guys. Coming up more of the Steve Harvey morning show in 20 minutes after. <laughs> comedy right roulette
7: after turned that. into comedy roast.
5: Comedy oh, eight. Oh, that was
6: fun. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Megan Thee Stallion is bringing the heat to Popeye's. Megan has teamed up with Louisiana-based Popeye's Chicken Chain to offer a new, it's called Hottie Sauce. Uh, look for the Hottie Sauce to start popping up at Popeye's next Tuesday. She will also have a line of goodies inspired by Popeye's. The collection is called The Heat. And it will feature bikinis, long sleeve shirts, hats, oh. tumblers, and chicken tender dog toys. Uh, so, Jay, you can buy all of Meg's merchandise at thehottisauce.com. All right, vihati sauce.com.
8: Bring the dirty rice back. <laughs> Damn, come on,
6: huh? <laughs> Why they you
4: know take how much that? You I love
6: Megan the don't Stallion. Know. I don't know. So, the dirty rice so these,
7: All these items are available at Popeyes? At her, mm.
6: On her website, vihati Mm so you get but, the chicken at Popeye, but you, but you can get the hot get sauce, her hot sauce. The, the merch you can get on her they website, online, the hot right, sauce right. you can get at Popeye's.
4: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't just have the chicken and be waiting on her hot sauce. As long as I can
6: get it. <laughs> Go online to get the hot I mean, sauce. Come on. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> I'm
7: going to take the chicken home and wait four days for her to get the hot sauce. <laughs>
6: But that's good. She's branching out. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's branding oh, man, herself. I love and... to
7: see people do, uh, do that, mm-hmm. Create diversity.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, let me just throw a couple of facts out at you. Uh, I think we talked about this yesterday with Bobby Brown. Uh, during COVID... There was an 82% increase in domestic violence cases. Uh, Domestic violence is one of the most chronically underreported crimes. And intimate partner violence is the number one issue on both college campuses and in the LGBTQ community. Those are some facts that you may not know. This is a hard subject to talk about, but October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And for the past 16 years, The Alma Domestic Violence Foundation has sought to educate, empower, and celebrate survivors of domestic violence and help them achieve economic self-sufficiency. Well, you can help now. You can help by joining me tomorrow in the Alma Foundation's annual Walk a Mile in Their Shoes 5K Run and One Mile Walk. It is taking place in Atlanta. All the proceeds benefits victims of domestic violence. And for more information, you can visit almadvf.org slash our events. I would love to see you there. I'll be there. And uh, just come on out, and uh, it's for a great cause. Like I said, it's one of the most underreported crimes uh, there is. People don't like to talk about it. It's not a pretty subject, but it's happening, and it's out there. So, what, what,
4: did you, what did you say, Shirley, about college campuses, though?
6: Um, intimate partner violence is the number one issue on both college wow. campuses and in the LGBTQ community. Yeah, one mean, of the
8: reasons is it doesn't get reported past the college. and right. might be reported to the college dean right. or the
6: whatever. It, especially it those private colleges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really yeah, don't I'm like right. to report that. It yeah. report it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, you know, this is... <sighs> Like I said, it's not a pretty subject. We, we don't like to talk about it, but October is Domestic Violence Month. And 82% increase in domestic violence cases during this COVID-19 mm. pandemic. So, wow. Mm. You know, we can do something about it. Again, go to the Almadvf.org mm. website. Almadvf.org slash our events and get more information on the right. walk tomorrow. In Atlanta. I got a
4: baby girl about to go off to college, man. Yeah, finna, we finna have this conversation.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I Tommy mean ain't just gonna the no the, 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 <laughs> the facts no. are just
7: stacked. <laughs> I'm not gonna be mm-hmm. no good with that one now. <laughs> yeah. You cannot put your hands on one of my daughters. No.
6: Yeah. We, we just have to stop. I mean, it's all around and there are men being abused, you know, children who are raised in these abusive families, right. you know, uh, where violence occurs. It's not good for the kids. It, it, you know, it's just so many levels of domestic violence and we have to be aware of it and try and do something about it as much as we can. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being.
6: All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day, last break of the week on this Friday. Been a good and interesting week. I, I still can't believe William Shatner is 90 years space. old. Yeah. Oh, he's 90? Yeah, he's 90 years old, the oldest man that's ever gone to space. He just wasted a day. Wasn't yeah, you a little boy when week.
7: you was watching him? You're right. See, <laughs> you know, man, Star we Trek. forget. But
6: Star Trek.
7: Mm-hmm. We but forget. But 90,
6: Steve, 90.
7: Yeah, but We forget. We forget. Because I, you know, listen to me. My wife's makeup artist told her in a conversation, I didn't know Mr. Harvey had hair.
6: Oh, before the ball?
7: They thought you were just (laughs) born ball. No, but see, listen to me, man. (laughs) When I was on TV, Uh you know, she was eight. And somebody Uh who's never seen
8: those shows, they've never seen mm -hmm. some of the shows. She never saw that. Right.
7: All she knew of was fifteen years ago. Fifteen years ago, she was eight. I didn't have no hair. Mm.
2: Okay.
7: It's crazy, huh. man. Hey, let me share something with y'all in closing remarks today. And I'm bringing this up because I had a very, very interesting conversation with a young man uh yesterday. And we were talking and he said, uh, oh gee, I need some advice. I said, all right, man, I got you, what, what's going on? And he would present it to tell me about this problem he had. But in the description of the problem, the problem kept growing because he kept talking about the future. He kept talking about, well, and the reason I'm making this decision is because in January if this don't pan out what I'm supposed to do and then he said I'm responsible for this amount of money and if that don't work out what I'm gonna do and then he said if he buys something now it's gonna cause him not to be able to buy something in January then in May he won't be able to do this and then another, and he just kept talking to me. And when he got through talking, I said, "Young man, I said, man, let me let me help you with understand, help you with understand something. You're putting a load on your plate that you're not built to carry. You're putting a load on your back that you're not built to carry." He said, "What do you mean by that?" I said, "The future. You keep bringing the future into the present." which ain't even here yet, and we're not built for that. See, God didn't build us to overly concern ourselves and bring the problems of tomorrow into our day because tomorrow's not promised. You don't know what's going to happen by January or March or May. And so all these projections you have and all of them being negative, what if this don't happen, I don't have, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you've brought something into your day that you don't even have the ability to cope with. That's why the Lord's Prayer specifically says, give us this day our daily bread. It says that because what you need is the power to get through today. He said, yeah, but you're OG. Oh, I'm a planner, though. I have to make forecasts and foresee the money and things like that. I said, bro, we all planners like that. I say, you know, listen to me, man. The Bible even says a man without a dream or a vision shall perish. But see, you still got to do what the Lord's Prayer says. Give us this day our daily bread. What you need is the strength, the courage, the wisdom and understanding to make decisions for today that may impact your future, but you're making them today. You can't impact your future with the future talk. Well, you, you gotta have something you're doing about it today. I say, young man, you are beating yourself up and you are bringing some worry on you that you're not built for. I say, we the human being is built for today, the present. You are not built to worry about the future. You don't have the capacity for that. Why are you worrying about next summer? You, you gotta finish today. Today is big, and and let me tell you how God made it so fair for us. He knew that today was so much, he even broke it up into two day parts. He gave us day, and he gave us night, because he knew one of them day parts we needed a break. Man, man, let me let let you go get some sleep so you wake up and do this again, because what I'm finna put on you and what life is going to put on you today is enough for you to handle. The Lord's Prayer says it. Give us this day our daily bread. But if you're gonna take January, March, next summer and bring that into your day, today you're overloading your system. You're beating yourself up. He said, oh gee, how you know this? I said, cause I used to do it. I did it for years, worrying about the future. He said, man, but you got a plan. No, I say, planning and worrying is two different things. But every plan I have is something that I can set into motion today. Now, do I have a dream and vision to start some things? Yes, but I can't start them until I start them, dog. What you tripping on that for? You're overloading yourself. Folks, if you're one of those people that are overloading yourself with the what if and the what might happen and playing it off like that, you're overloading yourself. If you would stop and ask God in the Lord's Prayer to give us this day our daily bread, that would be sufficient enough. And let tomorrow come and then deal with tomorrow when it gets here. Watch how that watch how that makes your life a lot smoother. Those are my closing remarks. I hope you got something from it. I hope he got something from it. I spent a lot of time talking to him. My <laughs> See y'all.
12: Oh my God, we've summoned something from this
3: board. This is Uncanny USA.
5: He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed.
3: <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts,
0: if you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? A woo a hand clap, or a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7